Yeah, I, I should win just because you had the Timberwolves in the eighth seed. Vasilevsky's been playing really well, and the Lightning have a great offense. Yeah, it was a tremendous shot, and I've come to expect it from LeBron, who's become one of the clutchest players in uh, NBA history as of recently. So I have him going off one night, but I'll, I think he's just going to get tired. So that's why the Nets winning in five. I, I, I would say I wish the best for the Red Sox, but as a Yankees fan, that's really hard for me to do. The biggest addition to me is Jalen Brunson. Both, both, yeah, both teams that beat the Rangers are rebuilding faster than the Rangers. Why'd you have to name them? Like, seriously. Thanks, man. Uh, to me, those top two starters are Lucas Gailito and Lance Flynn. Kaprizov and the rest of this crew. Jordan Greenway, who doesn't get enough props. Um, he definitely is somebody who needs to be mentioned more. Uh, I definitely think this is going to be a great series. I'm interested to see um, how much Kaprizov uh, can impact the game as a rookie. How is Joe Burrow going to get the ball to them if his butt is already on the ground when he finally decides who to throw to? Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in this league, in this league and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. I, all I could think of was Dame. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. And then I want to talk about the Fernando Tatis extension, because that really surprised me. Because he's so young. The hurt games just have too much. They're probably the most complete team this year, and um, I anticipate them winning. You know what this means, Bengals. Take the nice one. Do not let what happened to Andrew Luck happen to Joe Burrow. Clippers versus Nets. Who would have thought five years ago that the Clippers and Nets would be facing in the finals? But I have the Sixers versus Jazz. Uh, crazy. And for the for the fans at home, uh, for the listeners at home. Hello, I'm Simon Mendenhall, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week for October 3rd. Uh, this is the first month uh, we've transitioned into uh, our Opinions of the Week, so let's know what you've thought of it so far. Let's talk about a move that I'm very happy with, with the Cowboys releasing Jalen Smith. Um, weird timing, though, but I'm glad I don't have to see Jalen Smith playing middle linebacker. For the Cowboys, as we have Parsons, we have Jabril Cox, who's really good, and then Keanu Neal. I really like Jabril Cox. He is good. Yeah, he's really good in coverage. And yeah. we also have Leighton Van Der Esch, but um, it's Jalen Smith was just costing too much money. And the reasons I've seen um, of the Cowboys moving off Jalen Smith is in case he got injured, that would um, in they, that they would couldn't release him. His salary yeah. in twenty twenty two for like eight million. And uh, that is way overpaid, and uh, he's one of the deals when the Cowboys gave a little bit too early, and he just really hasn't been able to live up to it. But what do you think from an Cowboy outside Cowboys perspective? Um, I don't know who's going to pick him up, but honestly, I don't even think he should have been starting anyway. Um, the linebacking core for the uh, Cowboys has been really good this season. I think that's a major reason why they've been so successful. I don't even see – he's not better than Jabril Cox. He's not better than Parsons, and I wouldn't say he's better than Van Der Esch right now. So I, I understand the move. And from a non-Cowboys perspective, I think this is really uh, an interesting play. You could pick him up for a very small salary, and it would be an interesting uh, dilemma. But uh, I, I'd, I'd be interested to see if anyone uh, exercises it. It would be very interesting if a team like the Patriots made that move or uh, the Bucks made that move, or the Chiefs made that move, or some team that was a contender, but I honestly don't think uh, that's going to happen. 
Yeah, and then let's talk about the trade that happened earlier um, today, which was the Panthers um, trading for Stephen Gilmore, just trading a six-round pick as he was designated, as he was going to be released, but they traded for it. And that really saves them, even though they do have to pay his contract. Um, it's a really good play because they wouldn't have been able to get him in the free agent market. He probably signs with the Bucks or the Chiefs or someone else, um, maybe Cardinals. But that's quite a secondary now once J.C. Horn comes back for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, uh, they may have the best cornerback uh, quad I've ever seen. Uh, Gilmore. Uh, J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson, uh, it just is really crazy. Their secondary is so good right now, and I, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if they make some playoff pushes uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, that's someone I wish the Cowboys could have gone after, especially if it was going to cost a six-round pick. I would have been fine training a fifth-round pick to pair him with Diggs, but it didn't happen. Um, let's go to the last undefeated team, the Cardinals. As they beat, beat the Rams. Yeah, soundly. And um, very surprising. I don't think they go deep in the playoffs because of Kingsbury as their coach, just because that's a very unfamiliar environment for him. And I don't really believe in him as a head coach. Um, but it's working so far. Kyler Murray is playing well, and that defense is really playing well. Um, what are your thoughts on the Cardinals? Yeah, the Cardinals have been very, very good this year, and their defense has stepped up. The addition of J.J. Watt, I think, has really helped. Um, and while A.J. Green hasn't been too much of a presence, uh, he can definitely be felt. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised necessarily if uh, they lose next week. I don't see them as a top-five team in the NFL right now, but they're proving us wrong, as you and I both didn't have the greatest prospects of them coming into the season. Yeah, I don't think I had them making the playoffs. And weren't they on our um, NFL teams that would fire their head coaches? I can't there? remember. I think they were. Let me check that. But because like Cliff Kingsbury has had such an interesting path to become the head coach of the Cardinals. And then I'm trying to find it. Um, but we can also talk about uh oh here it is teams that are playoff or bust yeah cardinals uh is cliff kingsbury we have the cardinals vikings raiders broncos and cowboys those were our playoff or bust teams um speaking of the raiders um they lost to the chargers and uh the chargers were very, really good yeah it was a very interesting rain uh lightning delay even though they were never seen them before never seen them before especially in the dome um, it's very rare that I see a football game ever get delayed. Um, I've seen it uh, in Green Bay especially be crazy snowy weather, and I would be like, yeah, I don't know how they don't get hypothermia, but they're still playing. Uh, and to see a game delayed, I was like, I was wondering what was happening because I had the game muted and I was just watching it because I was also talking to somebody, and then I unmuted and I what? lightning delay. But they're in a the dome. I, don't, I, <laughs> I was confused, but... Um, the Chargers definitely played very, very uh, well. Um, Brandon Staley has been a very, very good head coach, and especially I, I love his risk-taking. Um, it's something very refreshing to see. I think that's a big reason why he beat the Chiefs, and he made some great moves to help them beat uh, uh, the undefeated, now not undefeated, uh, Raiders. 
Yeah, my only concern with the Chargers is how many flags. That's true. Um, th that's my main concern. Um, it's mostly on offense, so they really need to fix that. Um, but uh, it, it, Brendan Staley is working so far. He, I wasn't really confident in him. I think they should have gone after Biennemi or maybe Brian DeBall, but they want defensive-minded. And um, the Chargers do look good. I like Justin Herbert. And then I can't remember what else I was going to say. Um, hmm. I can't remember. Uh, but the – oh, Monday Night Football. I would have loved to hear how Peyton and Eli thought about the rain, uh, the lightning delay, but we have to wait two more weeks till we get them back on Monday Night Football. So it's just a little – even though not many people – some people do not like the, the Peyton and Eli show. I'm a huge fan of it, and so are you, as we've talked off air. Um, any other thoughts before we talk about the Pat Bucks and Pats? Um, not really. I think we can move on. Yeah, so let's move on. It was I was expecting a blowout from the Bucks of the Patriots, but I was really impressed with Mac Jones. Uh, even though he did throw an interception, later on in the game he started to settle in and m made some excellent drives with the Patriots. Um, so he's I still think he's in the best situation out of all the rookie QBs and um he can make them dangerous if even though probably this year they don't make the playoffs um just given that one in four start um what are your thoughts on mac jones and the patriots yeah so uh i really have been impressed by uh the defense of the patriots i know they uh, struggled against some teams but against the bucks they were really inspirational the issue with the Bu uh not the bucks the patriots is a running uh game do you know how many runs they had like yards or attempts? yards? I think it's like fifty-six. They had negative one. Oh wow! They're the first team since the two thousand and seven Detroit Lions. Yes, that Detroit Lions team that went zero and sixteen, uh, to have negative rushing yards in the game. Now I think that's the Patriots' issue, but it also could be the Bucks' uh, defense. But the Bucks' defense has struggled, and I see it more as a Patriots' uh, alignment issue. It's something that Josh McDaniels is going to have to fix and. I know it was an ugly win, but Brady got it done. Yeah, Brady did not throw a passing touchdown. So that's the second time in the Buccane his time with the Buccaneers. But he was able to get it in. Uh, he was able to win um, close with the field goal. For that 2007 Lions team, do you know who the head coach of that team was? I should know this. I should know this. I should know this. I'm going to double check, but I'm pretty sure. Oh. Uh, is he still a current head coach? I don't think he's coaching in the league at all anymore. Where is this? Oh, wait. No. I don't know. Wait, is it 2007 Lions or 2009? Seven. 2007. Who was it? That's not who I was thinking of. My only guess would be Rod Marinelli, but I don't think that's it. I, I think that's think wrong. Maybe that's it. Yeah, it is Rod Marinelli. I thought it was Scott Oh, wow. Linehan. I thought he was gone by then. No, I thought it was Scott Linehan. Oh, that's a great guess. That's... So I think Linehan, but Linehan was with the Rams, so it was Rod Marinelli. So I thought he correct. was gone. 
Oh, I almost didn't guess that because I thought he was gone already. Really? I thought it was Lenahan. Um, but yeah, that was just a little bit of trivia. And then uh, the Bucks secondary, because they lost Davis in that game, but Richard Sherman, they signed him. But still, that secondary, they need to get back healthy if the Patriots want to make a deep run into the playoffs. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, health is a big factor in how far they make it. Yeah, offensive-wise, they're good. They were also missing Gronk. But um, it, it was it was nice seeing just Tom Brady return, and he joins the other three quarterbacks. I, I'm pretty sure you should be able to rattle all these off, the other three quarterbacks that have defeated all 32 NFL teams. Oh, yeah, Brett Favre, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning? Yes, and then Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. So now let's go to the Saints. Speaking of Drew Brees, I, I really don't know what to think of these teams. And then we'll talk about the Jets and Giants both getting wins. And, uh, but just, like, you beat the Packers 38-3 in the first game. Second game, get blown out by the Panthers. Then you destroy the Patriots. Then you lose to the Giants. So I guess they're very hot and cold to the extremes. Um, I don't – I guess a coaching issue but i'm a huge fan of sean payton maybe it's just missing that veteran missing that hall of fame presence like drew Brees. yeah drew Brees is a big leader in the locker room and i do think that really has an impact that's a big reason why i want brett gardner to stay for the yankees it's not because brett gardner is the best player on the yankees drew Brees wasn't the best player on the saints last year we saw drew Brees struggle by the end of this season especially in the playoffs but it's that voice drew Brees has won a championship in new orleans he was there. He's been it. Uh, been there. He's done that. Same thing with uh, Brett Gardner. Won a championship with the team. Uh, a lot of teams need to keep their older players. Um, we saw. I that's why I didn't like that the Bruins got rid of Zdeno Chara. I wanted Chara to stay. He was the captain. And while they wanted to put him in a lesser role, and Chara didn't want to be in a lesser role, and I respect that. Um, and I'm I'm glad Chara's still in the game. He was always my favorite player. Now it's probably Bergeron. Uh, him and Chara are pretty close. Um, but it's it's imperative to keep your uh, your your championship uh, veterans who were major components of those teams uh, with your team as long as possible. Uh, and that's what's really hard for teams that have never won before to get there first is that uh, it t- it takes a different motivation. Like we saw that from the, uh, Drew Brees himself. He was he's not a uh, a champion. Uh, the uh, they never had a Super Bowl before in uh, Saints history, so it takes a special lineup to get your first. But after that, I mean, we've seen it with many uh, streaks by, especially like the Patriots. They got their first, and then they got the mentality. They knew how to do it again and again and again. And keeping away that, uh, keeping with that system that done it before really helps. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And then we'll talk about the Jets and Giants to um, end it off to end the episode, but um. Jets, I was very intrigued that they were able to beat the Titans. I thought it was going to be a complete blowout from the Titans as I just thought they were going to run it down the throats of the Jets, but um, the Titans are making me think they're changing my view of them from what I had before the season to now as um, they aren't looking well. And then just good by the Jets to get uh, Robert Sala's first win. I think that's very important as I think Robert Sala was a right right decision for the Jets as I think he can be he can build something special and lay down that groundwork um, like we saw with Matt Rule when he laid down the groundwork 
with his Panthers, starting with the defense, and then you've seen the offense start to come along. Um, so I think that's a good par- comparison between Robert Sala and uh, Matt Rule. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, and this is really going to be an important season, especially for the Giants, a team that really needs to uh, show that they're moving in the right direction. For the Jets, they also have to. I thought Zach Wilson was very, very, very good against the Titans, and that's a big reason why they won. But their defense also was uh, much improved from how it's been the entire season. So um, both of those teams went in overtime over the uh, last year's playoff teams in the Titans and Saints. So uh, it's interesting to see these teams win, but... It's the first time that uh, New York has won the same game. Uh, it's the first time the Yankees, Giants, and Jets have all won in the same uh, on the same day since 2009. So uh, obviously the Yankees won the championship then, and they and they won't repeat that success. But uh, it is interesting to see these teams who uh, recently have been historically bad, but um, they they won and they beat teams that were pretty good. Yeah, it's very true. I don't think the Giants are going to beat the Cowboys tomorrow, uh, or Cowboys on Sunday. I just have a lot of faith in the Cowboys, which is something I haven't had for a while, um, just because of the defense. What, would a loss to the Giants game. question that? Yes, severely. It, it would severely question me because you're coming off a good win with the Panthers. It's important to me that Mike McCarthy keeps them focused and is able to beat the Giants. I also would like to have another pick from Trevon Diggs. I think he will get another pick. Um, I'm really impressed with that defense, and that's something, if they can keep it up, it might change my views on them and how far they can go in the playoffs because I believe in Mike McCarthy. Um, as and, I, I, that's another thing why picking up a, a head coach who's won before is key. He's, he's won a championship. He's led a team. So I do think that has a much uh, bigger impact than the guy who won it as a player. Uh, I know Jason Garrett. And he wasn't an important player either, so it, it, it kind of lessens the uh, effect that that would have. Yeah, and we've seen it even when uh, just an accomplished head coach. Um, like Andy um, Reid. Like Andy Reid, yeah. That's what I was going to say, who got his 100th win against the Eagles. Yeah, I'm nervous about the Chiefs. I, I know I said I was going to end after the New York episode, New York talk, but the Chiefs scare me. And that's something that as a Cowboys fan, seeing how well they're playing and how the Chiefs are playing, when the Cowboys in play in Chiefs, like before the season, I was like, oh, that's going to be a blowout. I don't really think it's going to be a blowout um, by the Chiefs. It's I all about their team. defense. Can it's, the Cowboys defense continue its uh, wrath? Yeah, and just the takeaways. Trevon Diggs has five. Well, that's what I mean. They give yeah. the, the Cowboys give up their fair share of points, but when you can take the ball away from somebody else and give your offense more opportunities, you always have a higher chance of winning. And this is without one of our best, the best player defensively, which is Demarcus Lawrence. Um, he's injured. He has broken foot. We're also without Neville Gallimore. So once they get back, and the Cowboys were putting pressure on the Panthers, even though they don't have the best offensive line. You, it's been a long time since you can say the Cowboys could put pressure on a quarterback, and Demarcus Lawrence wasn't even playing consistently. Yeah, consistently. Osa Odigizua. Is a very nice player. I like him. And then, of course, Michael Parsons. And this is that was even with Jalen Smith. Once we get Jabril Cox, he'll fix our coverage. I think it will do much better compared to Jalen Smith. Um, and then once we get Keanu Neal back, who I think is coming back this week. Um, so I'm feeling pretty high on the Cowboys. Uh, but the Chiefs giving up 29 points to the Eagles scares me because their defense 
uh, yeah, it, it's their defense. Like last year, they could get stops when they needed to, but now they just can't stop the bleeding. So that's really making me question the Chiefs' legitimacy of making the Super Bowl, even going far in the playoffs. Do you have anything to say or you agree? Yeah, I 100% agree. That's all I can all really right. say. Uh, now we'll end it. Thank you for listening to our NFL opinions of the week um, on October 3rd. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions. Mm-hmm.